Hi there. Welcome to Bible Slash Christmas. Kevin, hello. Hello. Again. How, how are you? Good. How are you? Two days till Christmas. Nice. When you were a kid, did your parents let you open any presents early? I actually, yeah. We opened pretty much all of our presents under the tree on Christmas Eve. On Christmas Eve. So our whole family got together. We'd have dinner um, and uh, we'd open all our presents on Christmas Eve and then just stockings on Christmas Day. Really? Yeah. Oh, and the reason for that partly was pragmatic because Christmas Day, we have a big family. Yeah. Lots of cousins, two yeah. sides, both within driving distance. And uh, we would we would open stockings and then go. Usually Christmas Day was going to someone else's house. Oh, okay. So it afforded us the opportunity to sleep in our beds with all our toys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> loot. We yeah. might call that loot. Yeah. Yeah, very good. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> I can see your little Dutch childhood. <laughs> Give me that. Wooden clock. Yeah. No. That's awesome. Any any like traditional things you get in your stocking as a Dutch child? Uh, not in the stocking. We did have Dutch clogs though. I did think you? We, yeah, they were more token things. Very very uncomfortable. Yeah yeah. Um, but they were they were shoes you could wear. And you were and, you were given them every year? Oh like, uh, hey, no no. We just had those. Oh. So that's about just as like a Dutch gift we had. Okay. So not a stocking thing. Okay, there you go. Just a fun fact. Wildly uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, wooden shoes. I've seen them. Are not around for a reason. <laughs> There's a reason that's been replaced by literally anything else. Yeah. <laughs> I would rather go yeah. barefoot yeah. or wear grass. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Well, we have a meditation actually, um, a good one, an interesting one about um, about children and yeah, children yeah. being born. So yes. uh, last time we talked about the virgin birth. So yep. maybe just address uh, maybe the next prophecy in the story of Isaiah. Yeah. So Isaiah. Um, if you're wanting a tip on reading your Bible, usually Isaiah 1 through 12 or 7 through 12 is called the book of Emmanuel yeah. uh, because there's several prophecies in sequence about the life of Christ. Mm -hmm. We talked about Isaiah 7, 14. The next one's in Isaiah 9, 6. Mm -hmm. um, but just for context, I think um, to mention, you know, with children, it's to kind of give some grounding for today. One thing that's really helpful, um, someone showed me once was... You know, you look at a child where I'm in youth ministry, I have kids of my own, you look down at some little kid and their their life is so small, you yeah. know, and their life is so, um, especially with like toddlers and stuff, there's yeah. not a lot going on, you know, <laughs> I mean, like they live in a living room and that's, they play with toys. Yeah. Um, but what was helpful was someone who said, you know, basically like counsel your mind, train your mind to think of them as adults. Yeah. And, um, you know, that little girl who's eating applesauce, you know, in a little tray with a bib and all this yeah. kind of stuff. Um like she's going to potentially be, God willing, the future matriarch of a family, yeah. you know, or this little boy who's running around kicking a soccer ball at three years old is going to be the guy in grandpa's chair, you know, in the grandpa chair, telling stories to his grandchildren one yeah. day. And what was helpful was someone who said like, so train them as someone going there, yeah. you know, like as someone who's raised them as people who, when they get to that point in life, they have stories of faithfulness to share with their kids, yeah. right? So it's like, wow, that really enchants my understanding of how to look at something otherwise messy and unimpressive, you yeah. know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like, yeah, all, mac and cheese all over the face and yeah. Yeah. all this stuff. But um, I think the Bible helps us do that and have the same perspective, even on the life of Christ in Isaiah 9, yeah. where um, it's talking about a child who is born, but then it immediately gives a perspective of when he's older. Mm. Um, so it's talking about how God's going to help his people. In Isaiah 9, 6, it says, for a child will be born to us, a son will be given to us. And then it just catapults to the future yeah. and the government will rest on his shoulders. And mm -hmm. it gives him four titles. His name will be called four things, wonderful counselor, mighty God, 
eternal father, everlasting father, and prince of peace. Mm. Um, and then it just mentions there's no end to the increase of his government or of peace and on the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and uphold it with justice and righteousness from then on forevermore, the zeal of Yahweh of hosts will accomplish this. Yeah. Super cool, you know, to look at this child and see it alongside that. Yeah. And, and when you have in your mind the picture of Jesus in the manger, it's really cool to read it alongside titles like this. Yeah. Um, and so I think it's just helpful. That's one thing I was just thinking through. Um, there's these names, which are couplets. There's, yeah. you know, two words to each name of the four. Yeah. Um, there's debate about if one of those words is a more human term. One of them is a more divine term. Mm. Um, and we could talk a little bit about that. But like well, the first one, just take it. It says wonderful counselor. And wonderful isn't like great. Like yeah. we would say wonderful. Wonder is like signs and wonders, like um, supernatural. Miraculous. Yeah. yeah. Miraculous. Uh, nothing like what we've heard before. So mm -hmm. his words are going to astonish people. Mm -hmm. um, and you see, like, Solomon needs wisdom from God, you know, to, to rule and reign as a king. He prays for that when he's enthroned. This is a description of a king, and he's going to have words that will blow people's minds. Yeah. You know, and so this child who's crying for milk is one day, that's going to be the voice of the one who is giving new life by his word, you yeah. know, and, like, giving just judgment, as Isaiah mm. 11 says, and calming storms with his word and healing the sick with his word and yeah. uh, mending hearts with the news of forgiveness and all of that. It's like, that's amazing. You yeah. know, the wonderful counsel that comes out of this baby, you yeah. know, is, is amazing. The, the second one, second title, Mighty God. Um, of course, don't miss the fact that he's called God. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah totally. So uh, very important. Yeah. Um, but also the word mighty um, is used for like David's mighty men, you know, yeah. so it's a warrior term. Uh, this is basically calling him like a warrior God. Yeah. Um, the same God of Emmanuel, like it's El Gibor here, Emmanuel, um, God with us. It's the same character that Isaiah yeah. is describing, building a profile of. But it's someone who's going to make war. Yeah. Um, we see it in Revelation, you know, when he comes back to rule and reign on the earth in the yeah. second coming. Um, but in one sense, too, you can also see like that's his posture. Like he's, he's coming to destroy the works of the devil. He's here as a king, you yeah. know? And so, um, he, his, his kingdom's not of this world. It's not the same like Peter who tries to cut the ear off of, yeah. you know, that guy. It's not like that. Um, but you see this vulnerable baby who's waging war, you know, on the kingdom of darkness. Yeah. Like this is a battle plan. Yeah. Like the, like the cross is battle formation, you know, totally. for like victory. Um, That's great. really cool. You see the next one, everlasting father or eternal father, um, again, you kind of have a, a fatherly human word, everlasting, yeah. more of a divine word. Yeah. Um, but <clears throat> people talk about that as, um, well, for one, the question is like, how is Jesus called a father? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, cause Jesus is the son. Uh, yeah. but I think the way to understand it and someone mentioned is, um, when you think of fathering and fatherhood in the old Testament, the language is used for a pattern of rule, a pattern mm. of, of government, yeah. um, where, you, you know, you're, you're sustaining life, you're caretaking, protecting God's called a father to the fatherless. Yeah. Um, and so he's, he's going to be someone, this baby is going to be someone who's shaping his people, supporting his people, shepherding his people, and he'll do that everlastingly. Yeah. So he will always be in that position yeah um, the eternal caregiver for the people yes yeah so super cool you see like the baby is one day going to be the father figure yeah forever the last one prince of peace um prince is like a ruler or like an ambassador yeah. and peace isn't just the absence of conflict but the presence of well-being yeah you know health and wholeness um and so he's going to be a ruler on behalf of god these are all kingly titles yeah and 
this one's going to be stationed as the one who's going to sway the world of evil, you know, knock it off its its footing yeah. and make peace by the blood of his cross, mm. make well-being, have benefits, you know, like for his people. Um, Isaiah 32 says the the reigning of like proper kings is like shelter from the storm and like shade yeah. in a weary land and like yeah. uh, water in a desert and things like that. It's going to be 25, like rain on the freshly cut grass. Yeah. It's awesome. Pictures, yeah. So this guy is born to upset the world and, um, like this baby is going to calm a storm, right? Yeah. The, the, the storm of that, he's going to be the one before whom evil flees. Demons will cry out before him because he's the Prince of Peace. He's yeah. coming to restore wholeness to people. Um, so I think what's cool is that holding those two things tightly together, like Isaiah 9 shows us to, and to see this unimpressive, you know, if I could say that reverently, picture of a child. He didn't yeah. glow. You know, yeah, he, was in a, he was in a food basket yeah. in, in a manger obscurely in some little town. You yeah. know, like by all accounts from human standpoint it wasn't amazing yeah but god is giving us a story that helps us really have that moment like enchanted with an understanding of his whole cosmic plan over everything yeah, and yeah. when we keep that there's there's a lot of encouragement um that comes to that so it's like that's amazing yeah, yeah. so totally. we should that's glorious it's good to see those pictures of christ too right i mean we see those mm-hmm. in our lives right the word of god is powerful when when jesus speaks it has power he is a warrior god he mm-hmm. cares for us and defends us He's our caregiving father. He's the one, Jesus is the one who loves us and protects us. And then the one who rules over us with well-being. That all those things we experience now, and someday the world is going to experience those yeah. in the future. The, the baby who's born is actually the king of the, the world, yeah. which is awesome. Yeah. yeah. Praise God, man. That's super helpful. Thank you. Yeah, these are great. The, the Isaiah ones have been fantastic this year. So, well, thank you. I hope that's helpful for you. Uh, just thinking about Jesus uh, for the, just two days before Christmas now. Um, if you have any questions on this or any other topic, you can always email us at info at faithbibleoc.org. Thanks so much.